You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the Auburn Undercover Podcast. Christian Clemente here today, joined by Jason Caldwell. Um, guys, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're not subscribed already, definitely make sure to do that. That helps us out a ton. It's free. Um, and if you're listening to this as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever, um, if you enjoy the episode at the end, definitely to make sure to leave us a review. Um, but Jason, it is when everybody is listening to this now, it is Friday. We're recording this Thursday night after Auburn got some what I would characterize as uh, unfortunate news, not the end of the world, though, by any means, um, as Auburn defensive lineman Jeffrey Emba entered the transfer portal, or he announced that he's going to enter the portal, can't enter the portal until uh, Saturday the 15th, actually. Um, and the portal window will be open from April 15th to April 30th. But Jeffrey Emba enters the portal, a little bit of a surprise, but not necessarily a huge shocker, I guess I would say. Yeah, no, Actually, the last couple of days, been hearing some some distant scuttlebutt about that. But um, we also heard that same scuttlebutt in December, and it didn't materialize. So I didn't mention, you know, we didn't mention it this time because you just don't want to do that to a kid if he doesn't decide to get in. So um, not a real surprise. Um, Christian, you mentioned something on our message boards at AuburnUndercover.com that relationships, there's not really anybody left for him. And it was a first-year guy coming in from junior college um not you know originally from france uh you know from by way of Af- I mean, from africa by way of france so there was already some difficulty in, in just you know language and everything not a real surprise um and then you combine in um with monetary things auburn is pretty stickler for the rules um you know don't know what kind of his nil possibilities are being on a visa um maybe there's some other folks that could have convinced him that he can kind of find a workaround with that somewhere else. I do think that that's, that's part of this. It's unfortunate. Um, seems like a great kid. He's always been really good with us. A guy that has a lot of potential, but you still have to work for it and you still have to go get it. We'll see if he's able to do that. It's far too many times already. We've seen when these things happen, guys don't turn out to be what they could have been. And junior college, it's always, it's always a crapshoot anyway, a little bit. Um, hopefully he's a guy that goes out there and kills it. Um, but it's going to be difficult, um, because you're gonna have to go back now and and almost start over wherever you go and try to learn a new defense, you know, work your way up somewhere else. And, um, he's a guy that would have had opportunities at Auburn. I don't know. You know, somebody's has talked about him being a starter. I don't, I don't necessarily believe he was a starter when he left Auburn. Um, was he in the rotation? Yeah, I think he was, but, uh, you, know, you look at it, and and this is the the first of what could be several. But folks have to realize this is the world we live in now. Um, guys are going to leave. Guys that you think are are right there for playing time, potentially starters. It, it's just um, 
the unfortunate side of the NIL business college sports world that we're seeing. Um, and it's part of the reason why people get, um, I want to say, say a little discouraged Christian, but I, I think that's a good word to use. I get a little discouraged because, um, and I, and here's the other part of it. I don't think there's any question why it's a reason why you see lots of college coaches decide to do something else because you don't know what your roster is going to look like until you put on the pads in August. Cause you know, we're talking about the portal. It opens on Saturday, closes in 15 days. That's just guys going in. Those guys don't have to make a decision until the first day of class somewhere. Not even, even then they don't have to make it the first day. They can, you know, they can wait a little bit longer. It's hard. And so, um, yeah, not the best news, but to be quite honest, I've come to expect the unexpected now, uh, just the, the few short years of transfers. Yes. Nothing can honestly really be a true surprise at this point. Um, I will say some of my favorite comments on the message board were, you know, someone said typical French always retreating apologies to our French listeners. Uh, but that one definitely gave me a laugh. Um, but we, you know, Jeffrey, I mean, you mentioned it, um, and a lot of people really liked the video when we got to interview him this spring and he was really good. Um, so, you know, hopefully wish the best for him, but the biggest thing you just hit on is now he just started to learn a new defensive system. He spent the whole spring learning a new defensive system. Now he's going to have to go somewhere else and a, again, learn a new defensive system. And this is a guy who didn't play a ton last year just because of how raw he is just in the game of football. Um, you know, he was ranked so highly in Juco because of his potential. You look at his size, kind of a freak athlete, has so many tools, but just hasn't put it all together yet because almost similar to Yoan Treor, um, the former Auburn basketball player in the sense that just new to the game of football, like Yoan was new to the game of basketball, um, but still a lot to learn there. So it'll be really interesting to see you know, what school takes a chance on him? Um, you know, will a big name program jump on that opportunity or will he go, you know, maybe down a level or something like that? Um, I think Mizzou was one of his finalists, actually, when he was making the decision. I'd consider that going down a little bit, you know, maybe playing more right away and getting thrown into the fire. We'll see. Um, you know, you mentioned more guys going into the portal. Earlier this spring, we saw linebacker Cameron Brown go in. He actually just transferred to UT. Uh, Chattanooga, uh, linebacker Desmond Tisdall entered the portal. I don't think he's gone anywhere yet. But I haven't seen anywhere yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now that we're approaching Saturday, um, these names are going to start to trickle in a little bit more and more. Um, this is something you know we've mentioned time and time again. When you're talking about a new staff, when you're talking about you know a bunch of guys that none of these guys really were recruited by Hugh Freeze and this staff. When you're talking about that, you've got a situation where players might want to find another opportunity. They might see the writing on the wall where they're not going to play. They might not jive with a coach or maybe the actual scheme. Maybe it just truly doesn't fit them or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, and so it'll be, I don't want to say really active for Auburn in terms of players entering the portal. I don't think they're going to lose a ton of guys. And I certainly don't think they're going to lose a ton of impact players. Um, but I think you'll see some guys who were lower on the depth chart um, make a move and, you know, maybe a surprise here and there, kind of like Jeffrey Emba. Yeah. And, and he's a guy that, that had potential impact. There's no question about it from an athletic standpoint. Jeffrey Emba is a guy that you could potentially see being an impact player for this team. I, I just wrote about him uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, talking about upside, got lots of upside, but you mentioned like a guy like Yohan Troy, um, the world's filled with upside that didn't, you know, didn't pan out. And so, um, you know, like I said, you know, he's a guy that now you look at it and go see where the fit is. You mentioned Missouri, 
Tennessee, Rodney Garner recruited him as well. The issue is the SEC has not passed uh, the rule where guys yeah. in this in this period can be eligible. And, um, you know, there's a coaching change involved, but that coaching change happened before spring practice. He had a chance to leave before that and didn't. Maybe there's a, where he could go, hey, I'm going to appeal this, and he would probably, hey, who knows, he might win. Um, but, um, you know, you look at, and look at – you always kind of follow relationships a lot of times in transfers, and that's going to be one of the things you look at, their relationship. Um, you know, where where do those things fit? And um, a lot of those were in the Southeastern Conference for him. So um, that'll be interesting. But, you know, you look at for Auburn now, um, it doesn't change for Auburn um, what you do now in the transfer portal. Losing Jeffrey in but doesn't really impact you a whole lot in terms – if there's one spot where there's numbers, it's it's that in you know that defensive line, interior defensive line for Auburn, and and you know you look at it now, I think now you look in, in the possibilities of, of of more reps for obviously Marcus Harris, but Messiah, Nasili Kite uh, from Maryland, um, some of those guys up front, you can rotate some different guys around. So um, I, I don't think it impacts Auburn a great deal there, but Christian, there are some positions where Auburn is absolutely going to have to start to target guys beginning on Saturday. Yeah, let's go down the board, um, talk about different positions where it seems like Auburn is going to go after a guy, need a guy, whatever. Um, obviously, all eyes are on quarterback, Jason. That has been the case since Hugh Freeze took over the position. I think we are both have a similar mindset in the sense that it feels like Auburn will likely get a quarterback. Not a guarantee, though, by any means. Um, and you know, certainly not a guarantee if no one from Auburn's current roster leaves. Obviously, the sentiment and the kind of rumor, I guess you could say, for a while has been that TJ Finley will depart after spring practice. Um, and, you know, in terms of that, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, if he departs, obviously, you would certainly see um, Auburn go after a quarterback or maybe even two at that rate. You just don't know. Um, but quarterback, I think we both agree, is a position that Auburn will – they will 100% be looking at. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've – I don't know that I can find a scenario where there's two guys. Maybe, maybe it is. Um, my, my only thing for a second guy would be almost like a Grant Loy, like bring in another old guy yeah, on a one year that, thing. I he just that, wants, yeah. Yeah, I think that might be what. Yeah, I don't think you're right. I don't think you're going to have two guys that have multiple years come in yes. because of what it does to recruiting down the road for, you know, I, yeah. So I, you're right. If, if it stays as he is and no, there's no changes, you potentially could go find a guy, but I think it's the absolute right fit. If you're looking for a guy to be your fourth veteran quarterback, and then obviously you have you know a freshman coming in this summer as well, and, and Hank Hank Brown, um, and you look and, and if you find the right fit, yes. If TJ Finley leaves, you're going to need another guy with experience just to jump in that that competition in August. And um, so I, I think that was one that to me it all depends on who goes in the portal, what possibilities there are out there. I think that's you know. I think that's where it is. Um, if you can find that guy to come in and compete, then I think they'll do that. But again, I, I agree. I don't know that uh, if there's no changes, I don't know that it's a 100% guarantee that they go out and find some guy. Yep. Uh, running back, skip that one. Uh, I don't think Auburn is going after a running back. You are perfectly fine with Jarquez Hunter, Demari Alston, Brian Batie, and Jeremiah Cobb. Yeah, I think you, skip, you skip running back tight end. I, I think you're, yep. those those spots are in, in – in, in pretty good shape heading into this season for sure. 
Definitely. The only situation would be, you know, if maybe one of these tight ends were to enter the portal or something like that. But that's a whole other discussion. Even then, it, I don't know that yeah. one would make a difference. It might take a couple of those guys to to, to have that. Um, it could happen. Um, but as it stands today, I feel like running back, tight end, uh, are probably the two most solid spots on the roster at the moment. Agreed. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Receiver. Seems like a spot Auburn. Uh, I would almost go as far as to say guarantee get one, um, potentially go after two, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. After the spring, after not having, you know, I think Javaris Johnson was a guy they they saw what they'd already seen from him, which is a guy that can make plays. I think Camden Brown's a guy they felt like was a guy when healthy was that guy. Jay Fair came on. Um, outside of that, I don't know if there was anybody else that I'd say, man, that guy had a a, a bang-up spring. Um, heard a little bit about guys here or there. You know, Tavares Dawson a little bit here or there. Didn't really hear much about Coy Moore. Nick Mardner we didn't hear much about, to be quite honest. Um, you know, Amari Kelly's a guy that did some things early last year. I still think he's a guy that has some some potential there moving forward. But, yeah, we didn't hear a ton um, about the rest of that group, and especially one of those other big guys. You know, did one of those other big guys become a playmaker? Yeah, I, I, I could see for sure one guy um, at wide receiver position or attempt it. You know, like everybody else, there's going to be teams that have that need area as well, and they're going to be in a battle and fight for those guys too. But I would say that Auburn's going to absolutely target a wide receiver at some point and try to try to bring one of those guys in. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Auburn goes swinging after you know whoever potentially ends up being the biggest wide receiver or one of the biggest wide receivers that goes in the portal. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think they're after a star there, um, not yes. just another guy. Correct. Um, and I, th- I think they're after a star and potentially another guy as well. Although you do add um, Quavo Sori, J.C. Hart is coming in and switching to receiver as well in the summer. So you've got a couple more bodies on the way because that room this spring – um, you know, you said bang up. That room little, was banged up this spring. <laughs> it got a little thin this spring. It sure did. Um, offensive line. Uh, yes. Yep. I mean, they 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 added guys that they had to have, but they need more. Um, from a depth standpoint, I think I think if they were sitting here today, they tell you they felt good about seven or eight guys, um, but you need nine or ten because in this league, you just know what you're up against and. I think the thing they're looking for is is probably first on the menu. If they had a wish list, would be another experienced tackle. I think I think finding a guy to to provide extra depth there that has been there, done it before, um, to come in and hey, come in and compete. 
compete and win a job. I think that's going to be on the table. As good as the offensive line you know, did in the spring and coming together, Christian, I think they're going to go out and tell people, hey, come in and, and shoot your shot, see what you got. And I think that's what you're going to have to tell somebody that is that is capable of coming in is that you're going to have a chance to go in a job. Yeah, I think you want an experienced guy there. I think you also wouldn't say no to adding a younger guy who can sit behind those guys. Um, yeah, I think ideally guy- would be a second-year sophomore that had played some that could bridge the gap a little bit behind these older guys. Yeah, uh, I mean, Caleb Johnson is a name that you know we were keeping an eye on. The first portal window from Notre Dame, uh, former high school team, at a Garner Lane Low. I don't know if he's actually in the portal, but he's no longer on Notre Dame's roster, at least from what I just looked at. Um, and he was kind of removed from the roster. So don't know what the situation there is. Don't know if he's going to enter the portal or what that is, but that seems like a solid opportunity. If he does enter the portal is a guy who would have a couple of years left who you could fit in there at tackle. Um, so that's an early name that could potentially be one to keep an eye on. Um, and then wait and see from there what Almer does. I think you go for potentially one or two offensive linemen and into your guy and a tackle. Um, so Moving from there, defensive line, um, not including the Jack linebacker position. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, defensive line, now that Jeffrey Emba left, maybe you go for one guy, but I don't think you have a huge need there. You've got a lot of bodies there. If there's maybe a true star. That's it. Uh, the, yeah. Th- the problem is that- all, all every school will be going for them, um, but if you can get a star, you try and go after one. Yeah, I think I think those th- those both of those positions are are you're in the same boat. If you get an absolute difference maker on the on the defensive line or at the jack linebacker position, then you're 100 percent in on that guy. The problem is is that 99.9 percent of the teams in this country are going to be all in on that guy too. Um, and I, the difference is Auburn has depth. It, it's going to be a little harder to get that guy with the numbers that Auburn has on the defensive line. Um, and so you may be looking more at developmental a a DeMario Tolan type of guy where you go, man, that guy highly recruited, um, you know, had a visit and, and, you know, we really liked him. We like his upside come in and get some experience this year and, and, and be ready to go much like Jeffrey Emba. I mean, you get the same kind, you know, if you can find the same type of guy that goes, man, the upside's there, get a couple of years in him and, and see what happens. Yeah. I think that's ideally what you're looking for. You've got the pieces. You don't need another big body. You got the big bodies inside. Um, you got kind of the classic three, four ends a little bit, I think. And we mentioned um Masada Silicite. I think he's a guy that slides there. Marcus Harris is a guy that can play end and tackle. You you you've got, you know, sledge, you've got some some guys there now that feel that as Ikevis Walker coming back. There's numbers there, but you're right. I mentioned it, we talked about it. Can they find a guy that is a difference maker there? Maybe go out and find that guy in the portal. Yeah, uh, you touched on, you know, we talked about Jack Linebacker a little bit. Definitely need at least a guy there. You definitely need at least a guy. Obviously, you'd like to get a stud, um, but that's going to be, I mean, we've talked about it. The Jack Linebacker, the edge rusher, whatever you want to call it, it's one of the premier positions in college football now, um, and every team is always on the hunt to land one of those top guys, but you at least need to land another guy because right now you've got Keldrick Falk, you've got Elijah McAllister, You've got Dylan Brenton, Brooks, Brenton Williams, Brenton Williams, and, and Hayden Bryce. Hayden Bryce, and maybe Powell Gordon switches over and moves there a little bit. But you're you're thin at the position. You 
the only experience you have like at all is Elijah McAllister. Everybody else doesn't really have any experience at all. Um, and, so you need and the only the only one of ones of those guys that's the speed edge rusher would be Paul Gordon, Hayden Bryce. If those two, the, the other guys aren't those guys. The other guys are are more of a stand up defensive end. Um, they're not the a turn the corner. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to rush the passer. But right now, those aren't those. They're not that type of player. They need a a you know Derek Hall, D Ford type of rusher coming from that other side to give them that speed element. And you're right, they don't have that guy. Again, that guy goes in the portal. Ninety nine point nine percent of the teams are going to try to get that guy as well. And this is where the the losses before twenty twenty two come into play because Romello Hype would be the guy that yeah. would be a difference maker on this defense right now. Left after year one of Brian Harson when the USC started, got hurt. Romello Hyde is, is the type of guy that you're looking for right now to be that edge rusher in this defense. Um, yeah, then then when you, when you start talking about need areas, it, to me, that's number one far and away is finding a true edge pass rusher, um, much more so than any other position that comes to mind for me. I'd agree with that. I'd I'd maybe put wide receiver up there pretty close, but I would say a true edge rusher. Yeah, I, I, was, I think you're right. I think quarterback is is at least tied for second, maybe third on that list. I think edge rusher number one. Yeah, uh, linebacker. Um, Auburn picked up Austin Keys from Ole Miss. Demario Tolan, who you just mentioned from LSU in the first portal window, but as we mentioned at the beginning, Auburn did um, have Cameron Brown and Desmond Tisdall enter the portal. Neither of those guys were huge impact players in their Auburn career and were not really expected to be impact players for this team as well. Uh, but now that you did lose those two guys, maybe you go after one guy at linebacker. Maybe. I don't think it's a huge position of need. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Jason? I just don't think it's a huge need. Yeah, I mean, you look at it and it, it's, you know, it's a it's really a two linebacker group um, with that Jack linebacker being a separate, separate one altogether. You look and you got – you know, you, you got Austin Keys there. You mentioned Demario Tolman coming in. You got Eugene Asante, who was a, a, a North Carolina transfer that missed pretty much all of last season as well. Then you have Wesley Steiner returning. You have um, Cam Riley returning, and then you have Robert Woodyard there. So you start looking. You got six guys for two for two spots plus a Powell Gordon, and so you start looking at it. And and I, again, I think it comes down to the right guy. If the right guy gets in there, and and you have a guy that you go, hey. When your guy can bridge the gap for us, what you don't want to do now, because you, you're still thinking about 2024 20, recruiting, 25 recruiting, and going, look, got some chances for some really good players at those positions moving forward. Uh, I think if you can find a guy to bridge the gap, I think that's the perfect that's the perfect spot for it because you got some linebackers, a little older, but you got some young guys coming up. Can you find a a, a guy to help you bridge the gap this year <clears throat> in case you have some injuries? Um, some of those situations, I think that's where you're at at linebacker. Yeah. Uh, let's touch on, let's just go secondary as a whole. Um, maybe you pick up a guy in the secondary in total. Uh, I don't I, think, I don't think you get more than one, Yeah, but you could get one guy. Um, I think veteran, veteran corner, one year guy, a one veteran year, corner, one year guy or safety, I think would be an option. Yeah. The safety, you got a little bit more depth, but I wouldn't be surprised. That's the, that's the position I pointed to 
all along and maybe offensive line where some guys down the line a little bit go, hey, I'm going to go look elsewhere. And when you think about safety, there, there's a lot of numbers at safety with Jalen yeah. Simpson moving from corner to, to full-time safety. There's a lot of bodies back there. And so, and the thing is, you know, this spring, it maybe looked a little bit thin. You have a ton of freshmen coming in in the summer. Correct. You still have Terrence Love coming in. You still have C.J. Johnson at safety. Sylvester Smith. Sylvester Smith. So you have three safeties on the way. At cornerback, you still have Colton Hood, and you still have Tyler Scott. Yes. I don't think I'm missing anybody else. No, because because we mentioned J.C. Hart likely moving to the offense, but you still you're still talking about an extra five guys in the secondary yeah. that's coming in. Um, and you're right, corner. Uh, that's where I think it may be that one year guy. Uh, you know, a fifth year senior that feels like, hey, I want to go prove myself in the Southeastern Conference. Uh, maybe a guy from a smaller school that says, all right, I'm going to give it a look and see what happens. Um, maybe that's a guy you bring in knowing that for them it may be an opportunity for, you know, 25, 30 snaps a game because you, because it's hard to envision bringing in somebody that's going to beat out DJ James or Nehemiah Pritchett. And that's what you're, that's what you, you know, in reality, that's what a guy's probably thinking. But Kay and Lee's a guy that's your other corner. You'd like and to leave. Yeah, you'd like to leave Keontae Scott at nickel if you could and keep him in that role. But yeah, you got JD Rim who missed all of spring, but should be back. So yeah, that's that's the only other spot I think where you go look maybe that one year guy to bridge the gap. But um, again, it it's all depends on what you lose, and that's what we don't know yet. Is uh, if they lose three or four guys at one spot, then all of a sudden it changes things dramatically, and and we'll start to find that out in the next days and weeks, I guess. Yeah. Also a wild card. Um, I don't think I even mentioned this on the board, but Auburn extended a preferred walk-on offer to like a Texas A&M like kickoff specialist transfer portal guy. Um, I do think that's something that Auburn wants to add as a preferred walk-on. Um, Alex McPherson is still struggling with those kickoffs a little bit, which is crazy seeing as he can kick 60-yard field goals. Yeah. But keeping it inbounds on the kickoffs is still something the redshirt freshman struggling with a little bit. So look for Auburn to potentially get a – kind of a preferred walk-on guy there at that position, if possible. Uh, but that's not a huge, uh, significant note. Uh, don't really have to worry too much about a kickoff specialist. Anyways, um, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, definitely make sure to check us out at auburnundercover.com. Um, we'll have full coverage of all the transfer portal stuff. Um, this podcast is going out Friday morning. Um, there's expected to potentially be some recruiting news um, on Friday afternoon as well with Martavius Collins saying that he's planning to commit on Friday. Um, and the crystal ball favors Auburn. So if it is Auburn, obviously we'll have full coverage of it. Um, so definitely make sure to check us out for that. Um, Auburn baseball is a big series at Alabama this weekend. Um, and so we've had had a ton of stuff, have a ton of stuff coming up definitely over the next two weeks. Um, we'll have more podcasts, more transfer portal stuff. Um, as we get stuff, maybe do less podcasts, maybe do quick little breaking news reaction videos as well. Um, we'll kind of toy around with that. Not less podcasts, but we'll do some breaking news reaction videos and stuff like that. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, like I said earlier, definitely subscribe. Um, it's free. It helps us out a lot. We're on the push for 7,000 subs right now, which is awesome. You guys have just been killing it there. Um, and if you enjoyed listening to this podcast on Google, Apple, Spotify, whatever it may be, wherever you're listening, um, and if you enjoyed it, leave us a review as well. And we'll catch you guys in the New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. 
How you survive, you make quick, smart decisions and you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.